Welcome back, Gameaholics, to the Gameaholic Podcast. This is your host, Colin and Luke, and today we're doing the Bramby King. We're doing Bramble the Mountain King. You know what's wild? I just was thinking, that was probably the first time you let me done an, an intro in like probably like two years. I know, I was actually thinking that Because like realistically, when we started this podcast, Luke never did a podcast before, and I was... I had a fantasy football podcast at the time that used to do pretty well, Humble Break, and uh, I used to be the host of it, so I had to always bring the intros in. So I think the first, like, what, three months was probably me doing all the intros until then eventually I was like, you can just do them. And every time I asked, you're like, I'm good. I'm over it. Yeah. I don't you want can, to do You it. can do it. So today I felt like I'd bring it back real quick. So we are doing... Run it back. Bramble the Mountain King, mm-hmm. which is a game... Bram- Bramby the Mountain Wing. Yep. Which is a... De- which is actually developed and created by Dim Frost Studios, which is a indie studio. Um, I'll tell you what. I don't think has done very many games before, but I tell you what. Tell me what. I moved the laptop, and it definitely made some noise. So sorry, people, for hearing that, because it definitely like was like probably did that like when you hear, listen to it back. I just wanted to let you know that I did that. <laughs> I, I feel good today. I might just cut this. No, why? It's good. Let it run. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Okay. Just Any- let it run. Anyways, we're doing Bramble the Mountain King, which is by um, North. Why oh, got it? Dim Frost, which is a indie developer who um, it, it. I don't think they've done a lot of games, which is totally cool. Uh, Bramble the Mountain King is sort of like a. It's not a side scroller necessarily, but it's a very linear game that kind of takes you through um, some Nordic inspired Scandinavian folklore stories that have sort of been amplified up and really focused on like bringing out the horror aspect in a lot of them. Like um, one thing that I always think about folklore or just about like those stories um, is they, they've been ch- changed into kids stories a lot of the time, not necessarily just these Scandinavian ones that we'll talk about, but like I think just folklore in general has really changed into a like, kids type thing but when you hear the stories that were from like a hundred years ago or 200 years ago or whenever these stories kind of came around they're like really like they're not for children no but that's the funny thing about uh the children folklore stories is most of them are just um the adults amplifying things not to do basically because they just don't want to deal with it totally they're like hey don't Don't go go outside because you'll get murdered by this thing and it's like oh good put that in my head as a kid that's that's just fear porn Totally. But, but totally. that's what they did because they just didn't want to deal with things like that. Like, don't run with scissors because you'll, like, cut your head off. Yeah, like that I know. One. I know. Those are, or like, poke just, your eye out. Yeah, or don't make funny faces or they'll get stuck like that. Yeah. Like, I remember I got I heard that all the time as yeah. a kid. It's like, don't yeah. make that face or your face will get stuck. And I'm like, what? But, yeah, like, in reality, and you're kind of scared, like, too. Totally. Of course, you're freaked out by it. It's or, or the less crazy ones where it's like, don't turn the light on in the car. Because the cops will pull you over. Right. You ever get that yeah, one? Yeah, I got that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Which makes no sense now that you think about it. I know. Like it's you, like, okay. It's a distraction to the other drivers. Like, no, parents just didn't want you pressing the button behind. <sighs> yeah. So this is obviously a more amplified version of that where we're going to jump in and talk. Like, um, we, I found this, um, I found this absolutely random game. I don't even know how we found this. I think I just randomly stumbled upon it on um, TikTok, actually. And there were some scenes with something called the Nekin, which is like a water spirit um, that like stays in the water and like lures people in to kill them. And I saw some scenes with it, and I was like, "This game looks horrifying. What is this?" And it had um, we we did a bunch of pods um, for Spooktober on Little Nightmares. 
These aren't the same people that made this game. They're not. That's but crazy. I feel like they're very similar games they in that are, way. Yeah. Where you're almost like this smaller, like you're, you're almost like mini-sized and you're going around. But, you know, really focusing uh, and finding this game, looking into it, seeing the trailer, and I, I was all in, right? Um, I, I always do say that... It, <laughs> When, when a game opens up with, like, those crazy warnings like this game did, I was like, oh, my God, like, this is going to be insane. Uh, like, this game really warns of, like, there's there's scenes of infanticide, there's scenes of violent on, violence on children, blood and gore. Like, kicking it off and saying, like, if you're offended by anything, any of these things, you shouldn't play this game was sort of like a whoa for me. Like... Not a lot of games start off with an intense warning like that, and I'm sure that you probably haven't seen anything like that in the past either. No, and I think recently, like uh, looking at back at games we've probably done the past a little bit, I think there's only been a few games that really give you warnings like that. Obviously, the Rachel Foster, Rachel Fo- Foster one. But I remember Night in the Woods had something like that too. Did it? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'm just making that up. I don't. I, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember enough. There is like, there is a lot of games that will do out like the. If you're if you're like, uh, you're potentially get epilepsy. Like a lot of people do that. Yeah, like but epilepsy games. warnings is different than saying no, no, like, hey, I, there's I, violence I, on babies. No, I this. no, I know. I'm just saying like there is like warnings in a lot of games. I feel like yeah, yeah, that's fair. Not me, not to that extent, but there is. But I feel like I'm pretty sure Night in the Woods had something like that about suicidal thoughts. Maybe yeah. because I know that, that, that was game's like a whole, like a depression whole thing, thing on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this game, like we said, like it, it really starts off. You you basically play as like a six year old the whole game. Um, yeah, Ollie. Ollie, yeah, Ole, or Ollie. whatever, yeah, uh, very, like, Scandinavian names. Ollie, 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 off of us. And Lillemont, Le- or whatever. Yeah, um, And they, you know, like, just being able to travel through this, like, forest and, like, It's Norwegian. These... Right? Yeah, yeah, totally, like, yeah. Scandinavian, Norwegian. I think it's Norwegian's the, the actual um, outlet for that one. That would make sense. Cause, it's, like, it's not Swedish, I know that for a fact. They're just taking, I think it's, like, old-school Nordic, though, in a way. Yeah, yeah. And they're really taking those old folklore and, like, you really have to battle these insane monsters and insane beasts that sort of have been going around. Um, and the game starts off... The the thing to me that's really nuts is the game starts off so upbeat. Not upbeat, but so kind of, like, upbeat and happy. And you meet those little gnome creature things, which are almost like little baby gnomes. And they're, like, giggling like, like babies do. And then next thing you know, they're getting, like, eaten or they're getting like shredded. Sh- yeah, like there's the bear traps. They're just getting like cut in half by the bear traps. Or the and house stuff. goes on fire with them in it. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, like this is this is really graphic. Like this is this is nuts. And it just keeps getting progressively darker and darker and darker and darker. And you know, you escape. One of the first kind of things that you escape is the um, the Nekin, which is the water spirit. And that thing was horrifying to me because it's swimming under the water and you're like bouncing around trying to escape it. And it's like crawling up like the like mud piles after yeah. you. I, I would say with this game too is like it's insanely like in like the the way they like project the horror aspect of it or like at least like the the thriller side of it is like like 10 out of 10 bar none. Like, like the fact that like the music's actually kind of like nice, yeah, and like very peaceful, and then it can go zero to hundred real quick. Like for example, you mentioned the 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 serpent spirit monster thing that like plays music. Yeah, it it starts out when you first get to that area, like, like singing. It's yeah. singing and it has a really nice song, and all of a sudden you move and you hit the water and make a noise in the water, and its head it just music stops and it like twists its head around and yeah, stares at so you. So good. And then it goes into the water and it gets really quiet, 
And yeah. that's what builds like the thriller totally. suspense, which I think they do really well in this whole game. Regardless of the areas, like that spoke a lot to me, that part. So like, oh yeah, it's a horror game. Because it would be go it go from like a really intense moment and all of a sudden it's very peaceful for like maybe ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it goes right back to like, oh yeah, this is a horror game. This will change really quickly. And and the the one thing that I, I really liked is like the background, and I know we'll talk about this in the ratings, but like just the graphics and the background design in this game was stunning. Like it was just every kind of you know, area you're in was unique and different. And like, it, you know, it, it was just, it was a beautiful kind of background where, where I personally think Little Nightmares was really cool like that too. But this was like amplified from what Little Nightmares was. To be fair, obviously Little Nightmares was released, I think five years ago. So like there, there's definitely a difference just in general from like what that looks like. Um, but it was, I mean, like I said, the the, the background in the, the forest and like just how like alive everything felt. Um, was was amazing even the water like the uh physics in the water was like so good and like the other thing i like is every time you i say beat a boss but you don't really you only kill once and like i want to talk about the killing aspect because that's crazy too but like every time you beat a boss you get the lore book for like the actual story it was based off of yeah and you can read that mm-hmm, which yeah. i thought was really really cool so you can actually go in and be like oh this is what this folklore is based off of blah 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 and i i loved it um I want to talk to, so we talk kind of about the water spirit there, like nothing, I, obviously it's very cool, but nothing crazy there in terms of like interest for me. I really want to talk about like the, the witch that's killing the babies because that and the ending of that whole quest line was traumatic to me, right? Like you, you're kind of in that swamp with like the, the, the creepy, like crucified witch. Need to fight her. And like, yeah, but like you, I'll, I will not forget you walk into the swamp and there's just this crucified like witch with like a bird mask on. And I was like, oh, I was like, this thing's coming alive and fighting me. And you walk past it, it doesn't come alive. Nothing happens. I'm like, okay, that, that's good. And then you, you eventually see it's like gone. And you're like, what the fuck? I think it was like a nun or something. I don't remember what the lore behind that one was. I tried to Google it. I couldn't pull it up. I'm sure we can. But basically, I guess that it's like the witch is like sacrificing babies in the swamp. And you see this witch kind of going around holding this infant and you're tracking them through the swamp, solving the puzzles, like doing the stuff just so you can essentially get and try to save this child. And then finally to make matters just so horrific and like dark is you finally get there, you kill the witch, but it's too late. And the baby was like sacrificed and then there's that scene, which for me really bothered me, I think, a little bit, where it was like that six-year-old Ole or whatever kid bury, like b- digging a grave for the dead baby. Yeah. And I was just like, this is like way too intense. Like most video games don't actually do stuff like that. I feel like you'll always, you'll save the kid or you'll like stop it before something horrific happens or like blah, 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 blah. But this is one of those games where like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if when you were playing it, like you kind of felt that way when you got to that part too, but it was just sort of one of those things where it's just like, you're really, you're really going to let this happen. <laughs> like you're really going to be fine with this going down. Yeah. The, the one in the water or the one like in the forest? Neither one. There's a third one. The one that was that you were talking about just like a minute ago, though, with the mask. Yeah, that's the, that's neither one of them. The one in the forest is the forest spirit, and that's the one that o, like Ole actually kills, and it's like the traumatic. Hubler? Well, he does kill the the king. 
the end. No. No, the king, he yeah, frees, he, no, he frees he, the king from his spell. And, and then the king slams down. We'll get there. Yeah. But, um, like, he, he does that, like, spirit. And, like, that spirit is, like, that beautiful woman with, like, the antlers. Right? Yeah. yeah. And that boss fight, I thought, was really cool. It was hard. But, like, before we get there, the, like, anything to say about, like, the baby, like, the, that, the whole swamp kind of fight with, like, the, the thing in the water and the crucifix and, I don't I, know. I will say this, like, the... They do a really good job of making the game like. They make it just interesting how they make the game. They make Ollie or Oli yeah go through some very traumatic things I and the, and my my favorite thing about the game for what they're doing with it and how is just how dark and twisted it goes because he starts out as this young very like naive maybe like a little bit of like innocence to him totally. as a six year old boy would be. And he by the end of it he's disheveled, he looks awful, like he looks like he's been like like he's just been broken mentally mm-hmm. as a six year old, which totally. is insane. Yeah, I know. Like I... by like by the point by the point by the, by the point of the game when he's burying the baby, and then he get pacified, he's like gray, like actually pale. Like mm-hmm. they do a good work, like visually they do a good work because it starts out with his like he's got like very flushed cheeks, he's got the blonde hair, he looks very happy and outgoing and excited, yep. and by that point his his skin's like legit palish gray. His hair is, like, dark now because it's been, like, dirty and everything. And he just looks like he just doesn't want to, like, continue. One of the parts that really drives me home about what you're saying, too, is when it cuts. Because it cuts to him quite a bit. Like, his face up close. And he is is six years old. Like, he he is a child. Like, the the facial structure of him, like, they don't give his age, I think. But he has to be under eight years old. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think they. I thought they mentioned he was six or eight. Yeah, like he's he's very young. I think is my point on there, um, and you know, like like you said, they do a really good job of of really building the trauma that this six year old kid has to go through, which is like kind of crazy. Um, really going into like I guess the the next boss fight, which we talked about, which is sort of like the lady spirit of the forest, which. I think in a lot of different culture and a lot of different like sort of folklore from old, um, you know, older worlds, there's always that thing about a beautiful woman luring you to your death. Like we see that with mermaids, for example, right? Like mermaids used to be a thing where people would say, oh, they're singing, they're beautiful women. They want men to throw themselves overboard and die, right? Yeah. Whereas now this one in the forest, another very similar thing, this beautiful forest woman kind of walking around telling you to follow her in. And, you know, Ollie meets with this forest woman and the the fight that boss fight was crazy and i know like i said we wanted to talk about that a little bit but like it's the one where you have to like break her shields by shooting the corpses in the trees and like that was nuts to me Mm. and every time you do that her just how they designed her too was kind of in a way for me i thought it was beautiful like it's just beautiful women but in her the back of her is just opened and her heart's in the back. Like, you can just have pure, like... Yeah. So every time you hurt her, you just go in and start stabbing the heart. Yeah. Um, One thing that I thought was, like... Yeah, that breaks him, too, in the game. Well, like, that's... You can see it. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And, like, because that's the first thing that you actually kill in the game. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that you actually, like, kill, kill. 
because he you know turns into the sword that ball of light turns into the sword yeah, yeah. um and you're going around and you're throwing you're throwing the ball of light to break down the corpses she gets vulnerable you run up and stab her a couple times is there a cutscene too like you think it's she's dead then she comes back and all of a sudden he has to like do it again so so i actually that's what i want to talk about because i think that this was a weird choice from the developers in a way um to build i would argue the trauma on this but basically what happens is she um, does that comes back and you have to stab her and you just keep pressing you can keep pressing to stab her you don't stop until you actually stop pressing the button so there's actually a trophy in the game i looked that stab her a hundred times and i was like that's a weird trophy to put in the game like hey just sit there and just keep like making this little kid stab the corpse of this like which a hundred times a hundred times well think of it like this like the kid would the kid got attacked again right before you get to do that i'm pretty sure is it cutscene when like you think it's over you're walking away and doesn't she like come back and then you like quickly do it again yeah yeah so imagine like that like the kid's frantic he almost died to this thing and now he's like think like you know thank god it's done and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it comes back a little bit so he freaks out and then he just starts going back that's just like a mentally like they're going they're kind of i think they're kind of attacking that mental side of it where like you just be freaking out like just don't ever come back so if you just kept yeah. doing it and no one's there to like break you out of your yeah, trying yeah, to like fair. hey stop 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 doing it until you and, actually yeah like you know in like movies when you see someone like in a fight they're just punching and the they dude, keep going and they just yeah, keep going yeah. until someone grabs their arm and pulls them away it's just no like, the, doing that like the primal instinct or whatever it's just Maybe sad that it's a they, six year old kid. well that's what i'm saying but the yeah. primal instinct kicks in because regardless of the age i think that just happens totally and no one's here to smack them out of the trend so I think that's why they put it in maybe it's, it's as a hidden as a hidden um, like, achievement or trophy. I don't have I don't know how to say it. like I don't have you know like we we play some pretty weird games some pretty messed up games we also play some pretty wholesome games like there's a lot of stuff that you and I play a variety that's really yeah. good um, but like I just find in general this game for me kind of crossed a lot of interest like not interesting sounds weird but a lot of like lines I didn't know if video gaming would really cross in in a way like for example you know we talk about like all like the dead baby and burying the dead baby like i i can't really think of a game that does something like that really uh witcher yeah yeah of course that's true but the witcher one has more like lore to it it's you know versus like the actual yeah th this baby was just killed yeah um the other one that kind of shocks me is when ollie gets steps in a bear trap or something like that and he like rag dolls and gets cut in half i'm like that what and that's like the violence against children that they wore at the beginning obviously but or like the troll could just grab you and like squeeze you and yeah and like you have burst yeah it, it it like for me very graphic in a lot of parts and i was just kind of like it's interesting they really push that i feel like they pushed the envelope in terms of like child violence in video games which is like a pretty intense thing to say out loud but i really do they kind of have that in in the um little nightmares though don't they to a certain extent little nightmares is more creepy than anything like, this is just more gore and violence than anything. Like, Little Nightmares is more of just, like, if you get caught, they just, like, grab you. It's not like they, like, rip you in half and stuff like that. Whereas this one is like, oh, hey, I just got ragdoll effect by a freaking like, bear trap. I remember there's one part in this game where, if, like, the troll, troll's chasing after you and you just, like, hide in, like, bushes yeah. and stuff. When you're in the water and you get caught, he just, like, smushes you. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. you just get smushed immediately. There's no, like, warning that he sees you. It just he steps on you and it's over. <laughs> 
the, the, and you restart. The, yeah, the, the immersion and just, I think you always need to be on such high alert in this game because you don't know what's coming and you don't know how it's going to, like, there's not really a lot of, like, cues and stuff. Right? I was scared for the hedgehog a few times, like, because I like the hedgehog. Me too, yeah. And he, like, I also, the frog prince was really cool as well. Um, he was a really interesting, I know you only kind of see him once in the game, but, I mean, the frog prince, everybody knows about the story of the frog prince, right? So that was a really cool one. And the gargoyle. And he's like, nobody likes me because he's ugly or something like that. Yeah, and then he's, he's like, like attacked. Yeah, he's him. and he, yeah. it was that was super cool too. I really like yeah. that. Um, there was a lot of like this. There was a lot of heartwarming, just little cute things in there. But then there was this horrific well, side of the game. That's why I said earlier when it's like you you have those ten minute lulls where like you have yeah. nice moments, and all of a sudden you realize a second later something will come back. Like oh yeah, this is a terrifying. game. But that is why I'm shocked. Great call that you bring up like the hedgehog and stuff. Like how's the hedgehog not like ripped in half or something like that? Which scared like, me yeah. totally because you would have been ruined. I think if you had heard that. Yeah. But the, um, you know, and then just going back to, like, that that kind of forest fight with whatever. Like, once it's finally done and, like I said, like, all, like Ollie kills her. And it's just, like, super traumatic. And, like, he's covered in blood and he's all, like, broken. And, like, like you said, you just see this kid just, like, deteriorating. And then finally you kind of get to the end, which is, like, where you fight that mad king. Which was also a very cool one. And you're basically shooting the evil flowers out from underneath them. Yeah. So you're not actually killing him. You're just killing, like, the... The the, 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 the the corruption yeah, on yeah. him. And the lore behind it, how, like, he was cursed by the witch and, like, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like, he's, there like, was... he's, like, the, the troll king, basically. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of really cool lore in there. Yeah. And they were, like... And it was also really cool how he was, like, basically... So once you free all the flowers and he basically still stitched onto the chair, but he, like, rips himself off with all the... The roots. The roots and everything like that. And then he falls, and that's when you cut him open to get your sister out, right? Yeah, because that was pretty traumatic to watching your sister get eaten yeah. alive in front of you. Yeah, I know. And, and then, then and then he, like, looks like he's about to get taken, and all of a sudden he looks at the troll and just eats the troll instead. That was nuts. Yeah. And then you do that fight, and the, that fight actually was hard for me. Yeah, it was, I thought that was easier than the, the forest one. To be See, I didn't. I thought that I died a lot on that fight. Because mm. I didn't, I need, you need to, like. It was pretty easy. Like, he was pretty predictable, though, with his, like, movements. I felt like the, the she was harder to, like, predict sometimes. For me, I thought that, like, the, you know, like, I would just, like, I would miss the jump by a fraction, and it would cut me in half. Because he would, like, swing the sword either at, like, mid-level or low-level. So yeah. either jump or duck, right? Or he would slow it down or speed it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he would throw the rocks. Yeah. And then he would, like, like spit or something and like if you were behind a rock you were fine yeah so anyways um it was traumatic yeah but then like you know he rips himself off and then he like collapses kills the flower ends the curse or whatever and then like you know you cut the sister out but then you die yeah that was that was crazy to me like he dies and like you're like oh my god but then the light brings him back and then they wake up and they're in the bedroom yeah and i was like what what did we just watch? Like, what did we just what did we just witness here? Like, this was an insane story arc, insane yeah. storyline. Like, and then at the end, they tell what happened at the beginning of the game through the sister's eyes, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, they say basically the same dialogue, but you're controlling Lily, Lilamant, or um, and like, where's where's your brother? Where's your brother? And I was like, is the brother dead? Like, what's going on here? But then you go to the window. And the brother's like, ha, 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 let's go play. Like, the brother is like, I don't know what the symbolism behind that is, just in terms of, like... like was it, wasn't it all a dream at the end of the day or something like that? I don't know. I thought it was, like, a dream. And all it is is, like, the beginning of the book is just your mom doing what we said, where, like, she's like, don't go out at night because this will happen. Yeah. And don't do this. It's all it was at the end. 
it was just like a lesson for the kids and like yeah it was crazy that he died though but died but then got brought back to life by the light yeah. or whatever yeah, so it's just orbs. like was he really dead the light orbs like life obviously yeah totally yeah, yeah. and you're just kind of like okay like was he really dead the the whole the whole like um witch like that that good witch that helps him out a few times and gives him the light and like she's like the young girl like i didn't really understand the symbolism behind her and like i don't really even understand how she fit in the story like she would just kind of pop up and i'd be like oh oh like i guess this this girl's here hanging out you know yeah which for me felt like a bit odd yeah but i don't know like that there was some misses in the storyline that just kind of confused me a bit i think but like i think a little confused I, th- I think standalone, it was all around very good. Yeah. And, you know, like, it it really, as a side-scroller game that doesn't need a lot of, it doesn't really need a lot of attention, right? Like, let's be honest. Like, it's it's not really, like, one of those games that you're, like, super invested in and you can clear it at the game in, like, six hours or something like that. Eat less. I think it's, like, five. And the, the, the really interesting part for me that they did is there's, like, collectibles that you can get, I guess, like, statues or something like that. But, like... I thought I did a pretty damn good job of exploring, but, like, I found one out of, like, the 12 or something like that. Yeah, I think I found three. And then it's it's crazy because at the end, when you go to the bookcase, you can actually see all the ones that you found. Yeah, And yeah, I only cool. found one, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Because I feel like you're always on the run in that game. So it's like, okay, well, if I'm always on the run, how am I going to be able to stop and look for stuff when, like, there's a monster chasing me or, like, there's a goblin chasing me or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. Like, that, that I, I would go back and play it. Like, again, I think, like, when we do the replayability, I honestly think it'll probably score pretty decently high for me because it's a it's an easy, quick, fun game. Um, I did sort of feel like, I don't know about if you felt this way, the platforming was a little like not wonky to me but there'd be times where i'd like miss a jump that i shouldn't have missed or like i just didn't even like couldn't even really figure out like where to go but i don't know if you ever had that problem no not really yeah it was pretty straight pretty linear there was the the the, the part for me that i actually struggled with i died probably like honestly like seven times was right during like the the witch and the baby kind of storyline you get to like this like crash ship and you have to hop around the water to the crash ship and like climb up it or grab like something I forget and um I died like just probably six times trying to jump between those things I kept falling off really yeah and I don't even know why like I was literally just like why are my jumps just not like I don't know like that but that could just be me I guess realistically but I like I said that was the only part of the game that I really have criticism on is I found that like the movement and the jumping was a little a little iffy like just didn't really work I don't want to say well for me, but w- was a little off in, in some perspectives. But I always like a game like this, like a horror game that's pretty, like, you're not, it's not a shoot 'em up game. It's not like you're, you know, it's just like genuine, like, like you said, it's more of a thriller, right? It's more just like you're on your toes the whole time. There's always that feeling of danger. But for me, I don't know, would you classify this as horror? Uh, yeah. yeah. You think so? Yeah. It's just a different type, I feel like. It's, it's suspense. It's more of like an overarching, something could go wrong at any minute, what's happening here. It's a sense. Totally. And they, they build up to it. But again, just like you said, the, the, the difference that you see where it's like these like whole, these like warm-hearted stories or these like cute characters, and then it's just like, like remember at the beginning you play hide and seek with the gnomes? Yeah. 
You're like, I'm playing hide and seek with the gnomes. This is so fun. And then, like, next thing you know, you're like... The gnomes are getting killed by, he, by the troll. Yeah, and, like, there was one part, and I think you were actually at my place when I was doing this, where you rescue, like, six gnomes, and you're, like, walking through that... Uh, bear traps. You're walking through the bear traps in the forest, and, like, it's crazy to me. Like, just how the bear traps, like, just, like, snap those gnomes up and kill them instantly. There's actually, I realized there's a trophy at that part. Because I, 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 like... Save I, them all. Yeah. Like, be able to, like, navigate through the I bear traps. I feel like trap. it was pretty easy to get through the bear traps. I, I feel know, like... You just walked right through them, but I felt like... No, I was... I was watching you. I, like, I was getting smoked by them. I know, but you're just walking right through them and watching them all get snapped. Well, that, and that's you. the thing, though, is because I think the problem with that one is, like, you need to, like... Because you, but you, and you can't really control where they're walking. If you go like, slow, you can get around pretty easily. That's but like that's why there was like six of them. Yeah, you're though. ripping through. Just watch them all get snapped up. I, you. Well, I assume that that was just supposed to happen. Oh, like I didn't know that you could actually. Well, it doesn't matter. They all die anyways. So exactly. Yeah. They all go to that they house and that house and gets burned. like destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So like regardless, I mean, it's there's. I, I was reading online people asking if there was different endings because like apparently, interestingly enough. Um, there is a way that I read that for that forest spirit, you don't kill her. Oh. You don't need to do that final blow and like end her. You can like let her live. Oh. So I'm not sure if that's actually. And another thing is apparently there's a part where you use a gnome as bait. For her? No, no, no. Just like I forgot, but like there's a part where you basically there's a gnome in a cage and you can like move the cage to like draw the monster to the gnome instead. But there's also another. Oh way yeah, that's the, the with the butcher. There's also another way around it where you don't do that. And yeah, it's they were, a butcher because remember you push the cage. Yeah, and yeah. they were pretty much saying like maybe if like it, like if there's different endings because like at the end I don't know if you remember this Ollie has like flashbacks to, like a couple things that he did that he regrets and there's like the thought process and I didn't read into this enough but like if you're able to like not do those three things because it's already confirmed that you can save the gnome and you cannot kill um, the forest spirit like what does that look like? I don't remember what the third one was, but there's like three different things mm. that they, he like regrets when he gets to that final boss room. I'm pretty sure he regretted something with the baby. I, forget, I think I remember that oh, listening to I mean, the dialogue make, for it. I, but that's the thing. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that baby's savable. Yeah. Like, I, like, but if it is. It's right. a, it's a lore too, isn't it? Like they're putting the baby in the river and let it, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like in the swamp yeah. or whatever yeah. for like, I think it's like to get the life force out of it yeah. or something for yeah. the witch to keep living or something like that. Like, I don't, I, I wish, I don't remember the lore on that one, but like. Again, I feel like that's a very common theme in a lot of old folklore is like the using getting the life essence out of young kids or whatever for like people to live forever, right? Like yeah. that's like a pretty common thing that we see. Let's uh let's jump into ratings. Yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Um do you wanna let's why don't you start this time? Why don't you kick this bad boy off for us? Mm. Characters, yeah. let's say four. I think they're pretty well done and like the folklore behind them all is pretty interesting. And I think Ollie obviously does have like some character development where we already kind of talked totally. about where he goes from like Not an innocent good boy. Character development, no, no, it's wild, yeah. No, uh, he goes from innocence to like very like disheveled, and mm-hmm. I think I already said that. But obviously, like that's what he is at the end of it. Like he's just like broken. Totally. I, I think weirdly enough, I don't know how real or deep this is. I feel like a lot of people are broken when they become adults. So I think he just like kind of skipped the, like the ten year gap and yeah. he starts to like slowly is just getting get, into like, get, like sh- sh- yeah adulthood yeah like it's just like he just grew up really fast yeah 
Yeah. And like a lot, you re- and you realize a lot of things like that can go wrong as an adult. I'm not saying that we're walking around killing like spirits and yeah, like, yeah, and, like yeah. and burying babies, but like, like the the realism of what life actually could be, kind of hits them faster. I feel like so I think Same. I think he develops that way, and I think it's it's interesting to like watch that occur throughout the game. I which sucks. Like it's not like a good. Yeah, it's not a good thing. No. But I mean, I think we realized pretty heavily into this game that it's not like a good like it's not a warm-hearted game no it's a pretty but then, then, he, then he goes back to being normal normal kid at the end so. but does like i mean do we know that though yeah, realistically like there's there's so many questions the ending obviously is it leaves you in kind of like a like i don't really know what this means type situation yeah but the characters are overall are very interesting so i think a four is justifiable yeah I, I would i would probably go about a three on it just because i find that his sister didn't really have much interest for me or anything like that um and, like, the witch, like, the, the good witch kind of confused me as well. Um, and I actually didn't. So I know at the end of the game that kind of, like, I forget the name of the, the troll thing. But the troll, not the troll, like, the golem thing. Yeah, his friend. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I didn't really. I thought that his character was kind of weird. And, like, it's like, oh, he's ugly. But, like, now they're friends because he's, like, saved him. And I was like, okay. like. But he has any friends. But I also didn't, like, I also was really confused how it was at the end of the thing that when the. Uh, castles collapsing, he's just there to save them. I don't know, that one, for some reason, that character bothered me a little bit. Um, Didn't do it for you. Background was stunning. Like, when we talk about background, obviously, I think one of the big things to focus on is, like, what you talked about, right? Where it's, like, the music, and then, like, you, like, see the head just turn around and then go under. Like, that's still background stuff, right? Like, whatever's going on there. And, like I said, the forest, I think, was really well made. I think that it was always an interesting exploration. And just this overwhelming sense of doom in the background at all times was incredible so i'm actually gonna go i'm gonna go five on the background i don't think i can really i don't really think it could be better yeah um yeah i i have to agree uh backgrounds are super well done super nice just to look at mm-hmm. even with the water like you said like if you're in the water you could like see the water ribble yes. rivet when you're moving or jumping from pa- pa- lily pad, pad to lily pad. pad i thought that was really cool um but yeah, there's just so much like in depth, like like just looking around the map and mm-hmm. seeing like just the beauty of it. Totally. Um, sound, I love the sound. Yeah. yeah like yeah, I love yeah. the sound. Like I think the five, it's a fiver for me. And I think just because for the sound, it like I said before when we were talking, like the the music and the the Norwegian style music in throughout the game is super beautiful. But then just how quickly it can just change, just do like what's happening mm-hmm. on the screen and just go silent, and the silence just is just so deafening. Totally. Totally. Yeah, so 100%. like it just you just feel it. You just feel it, it kind of overwhelms you sometimes. So I really think they did a really good job of just like building that suspense off that like not nothing sound. And, and I even and, like, or if it was nothing, you would just hear like maybe like in the water for example, like there you hear like little croaks from like the frogs. Totally. And that's it. And like even like you hear the splashing of the water. Yeah. Um I also like this is going to sound weird, but I actually also really like like the baby noises that came from the gnomes. Like just to really sell the fact that they're like little little infants, they like kind of have like the, like the baby giggles and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you hear them like crying, like or you hear them crying when in the cages. Like that's part of the sound experience as well, especially when there's not much going on like in general. Yeah. So I'm going. I'll actually go five with you on this as well. Replayability, like a couple things on the replayability that I really like. Like, um, I I think everybody probably on this podcast knows by now that I'm a pretty big trophy hunter. I really like hunting like trophies and, and doing all that kind of stuff. And like a lot of the trophies you get in this game, you would n- I think you would never get naturally. Mm-hmm. Other than obviously the story-driven ones that are like kill, like defeat this or do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 
but there's like the the really heavy like stab a hundred times or like do this or do that like that I would want to go back and do it not to mention just like I don't feel like I rushed through this game and to be to be completely honest we played this game probably what a, a month ago so yeah. it's not super fresh but like even after a month I'm like I would go in there again just for like that like experience because it's quick enough to have fun there is the possibility of multiple endings but I really don't think there is just just based off of what I read it seems like there really is only the one ending um and I don't know I'm just I'm I'm all ready to go for it um so I I will give it a three because it's not like it's high on my list especially with the banging game content we have coming up in the next little while but like if I had like an, an like tomorrow for example is a day off if I wasn't playing Tears of the Kingdom I would consider just jumping into this crushing four hours finishing the story and being like that was just a good ride because this is a game that's unlike a lot of games that we've played before and I think this game sorry I'm kind of getting off here but I think this game actually shines out the Little Nightmares experience Uh, like I think for me this game is significantly better than Little Nightmares 1 and 2 yeah, I agree. I wouldn't replay it personally. I think I'm just over yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. So I'll so give it a one, like normal. But yeah. like, I think it's a ju- justifiably a really good game, and I really enjoyed it. I just would never go back into mm-hmm. it because I have no point. Totally, I know what totally. happens. Don't need to play it. Totally. Um, story wise, again, the story like lacks a little bit because you're just kind of basically just trying to find your sister. Yeah. The, the cool thing is like you just find out you learn different like child like like tell like fairy tales, mm-hmm. which is cool. And I'm all about it, but it's not like it's a very like. Like the story doesn't like drive it home for me. It's just like you're yeah. doing multiple little stories like about these different like again like folk folklore. Yeah, totally. So I think that's cool. I would say like it's not not thing like I don't think it's just file put it on like the same pedestal as a lot of games we play because there are a lot of stories driven. Mm-hmm. I would still say this game though for like just the the pure learning of these these fairy tales and stuff. I think would probably be like a three like up the middle. I think that's fine. I think yeah. it's good. I just don't think it's like worthy of being like yeah, this is a five story because it's not. No, it's definitely not a five story. And I actually think like the problem for me is like they, they they lean heavily like you said on like the Nordic Scandinavian whatever um, folklore that they're doing. And it's cool. That's, and that's it's really it cool. But like I feel like the actual parts of the story that they tried to write and focus on actually flopped in a lot of ways for me. Like. With, with the, the ball of light, like, I still don't understand the ball of light. I still don't understand the significance behind it. I still don't understand this witch who gave it to them. I still don't understand, like, a lot of stuff involving what they actually wrote in the story. I'm all fine with an ambiguous ending, like, how this game ended, where you're kind of like, well, was it real? Was it not real? What's going on? Like, I'm fine with that kind of stuff because it makes you think and kind of gives you the opinion or the opportunity to come up with what you think. But, like, I just find that there was a lot of misses in the actual story that they wrote out. Um, so I'm also actually, I'll give it about a, I'll give it a three as well, just because like I said, I really enjoyed going through it, but like as a story, you're not locked and loaded. Mm -hmm. Um, really solid reviews for the two of us. So I gave it a 7.6 and you gave it a 7.2. One thing to talk about is it's, it's not a full price game either. Obviously it's a very, it's a shorter game, but like it's, I think it was 40 bucks, 30 bucks even. Um, I think it's worth it for that price tag, at least to go through it once. I do too. It's fun. Like you, you know, just like this game is dark this game is very twisted this game is like i think there's a lot of parts of this game where you kind of sit back and you're like once you realize that this is children and this is you're playing as a child and like blah 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 like it really kind of i think makes you take a step back and you're kind of like whoa right like that's that's kind of crazy that this is going on um but it, it really does well with the folklore it really does well with kind of telling those tales and really going in with it so 7.6 for me like great game highly recommend 7.2 for you. What's your sort of... 
Yeah, it's a last minute. Like, like I said, it's sort of not overarching. I think we kind of touched, went home with it already. Kind of touched on what it is and what it isn't. Um, I think it's cool. It's a cool game. Um, if you like little nightmares and things like that, I think you like this game. Um, just another indie game. I would like to say though, their other game looks interesting. It's only two dollars on Steam. What is it? It's called oh, oh sorry, I had it up like a second ago. It's like a written note to your daughter. Interesting. And it looks that looks cool. Um, I might play it just for, I don't know if we'll ever do a pot on it, but it looks interesting enough to play for $2. Like, what is that? It's literally less than a coffee. So I might try that out on my, my PC um, just to play around with it. Um, but yeah, actually, while we're here, might as well just plug what we're probably going to do in the next few weeks. I'm thinking August is going to be a Telltale month. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so all last that. summer was what? We had... Last summer was... Ma- no, was it Mass Effect? That's two summers ago. That's crazy. Mass oh, Effect last summer. summer. No, last summer was, was our Corey freaking... and everything. Yeah, After that was great. Game. Yeah, yeah, Corey, yeah. all the games we rode home. I think we'll start with The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead and go into The Wolf Among Us, just so everyone knows what we're doing in August. Uh, we'll at least starting August. It'll, probably, it'll, it'll definitely, for sure, the amount of the amount of those games are yeah. probably trickle into September yeah. if we're breaking into, like, parts. Um, we have a pretty... We actually have a throwback next week, right? Like, next week's going to be a real cool uh, kind of... Like, not, like, N64 throwback, but we're talking initial, what, three Assassin's Creed games I think we're going to get into? Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to do Assassin's Creed. I don't... Again, I don't think we need to, right? Yeah. In the moment. We probably do that later on. Yeah, fair. I like we're just doing this again on the pod. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that at some point. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom's coming Tears up. Tears of the Kingdom we have to do in the next two weeks, so expect that pod. Uh, and then Atomic Heart, which Atomic is Heart, a which I love. very exciting game as well. So we have some really cool content coming down the pipe. Um, if you're a big fan of the um, Telltale series, Walking Dead specifically, so good. get pumped up for our August because it's going to be a really great summer of content. Uh, as always, thanks so much for listening. Um, we're on Instagram at Gameaholic Podcast. We love taking recommendations on there. Actually, our Telltale Game Month is a recommendation that we're following as well, just to really sell that. And we will catch you guys next week with an all-new episode. Peace. The sun is rising, here we are. I didn't think we'd come this far. I just feel it. This is truly where I be.